from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We have starters for the NBA All-Star Game, Joe. Six of them went to college. Three of those six players went to Duke. The Brotherhood. The Brotherhood. Zion Williamson, Kyrie Irving, and Jason Tatum all will be All-Star starters this year. Of the other three... One is from Charlotte, Stephen Curry, and the other played, and one of the other ones played in the ACC, Donovan Mitchell. There was a, a quirk, though, in the player voting this year Oh, for the All-Star Game, Joe. Okay. This from Tim Reynolds, our friend down at the Associated Press in Miami. According to Tim, four NBA players voted for Chet Holmgren this year to be an All-Star starter. Chet Holmgren course is sidelined for the year with an Achilles injury players now Joe this is not fans these are players who voted for him okay Maybe that's just a nice thing this is nice a nice thing to do Maybe they're trying to pick him up Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe they don't want to be embarrassed for the NBA team draft, the all-star team draft. Because mm. they're finally... So they wanted him to be last. You be last. Okay. I don't want to be last. I see that next level thinking there. So, this to me, this is the most interesting wrinkle to the NBA all-star game. They're actually going to televise the draft rather than what they've done on TNT where they, they show you the draft selections and they bring the team captains on to discuss it, right? <laughs> Um, this has always been positioned, well, it will be embarrassing for guys if they don't get picked and yada, yada, yada. Or it could be the most compelling television ever. Shout out to the NHL. They were the ones that kind of brought this all-star draft to the mainstream. Fun fact, when the all-star game was here in Raleigh, it was the first year they did it. Uh, they gimmicked it up. And it was kind of a fun thing to be in the convention center as they were doing the NHL All-Star Draft with, you know, uh, who was the cat? Was Eric? Shouts still? to Jeff Skinner. Jeff, yeah, that's right. Jeff Skinner was the fan favorite. He was brought in there. And then they spent the entire time trying to get him to score in the All-Star game, but it never actually happened. Regardless, I like this. Hopefully the agents won't be the ones who ruin it going forward because you know somebody's going to get offended. Next up. One of the four, all of the four, or half of the four. Speaking of the Carolina Hurricanes, they're back in action tonight with a home stand starting against the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks are, as the kids would say, mid. They're, they're not a very good team coming out of the Pacific Division. Now, the Hurricanes, on the other hand, are looking to win their fourth straight. Questions are going to be around what's Freddie Anderson's status, What's up with Peter Kochekov, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll have Stormwatch with Adam Gold coming your way at 6.30 tonight. Stick around for the game. Then the aftermath, along with a Kane's Corner podcast, brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Now, you can watch the Canes on TV on Bally Sports, but how much longer are you going to be able to do that? How much longer are you going to even see the, uh, the, the, the Bally Sports logo? The reason why I bring this up is because the parent company of Valley, Valley Sports, Sinclair, filed for bankruptcy on the Re Regional Sports Network. To take this a step back, the Regional Sports Network that exists today, which used to be Fox Sports Carolinas, was 
part of the Disney Fox merger, or the I should say the acquisition of Fox by Disney. And in order to avoid any sort of Department of Justice scrutiny, they said, fine, we will get rid of the regional sports networks. Not that Disney was all that sad about it, because the regional sports networks, as the un- the great unbundling occurs, has really taken a hit in terms of money-making proposition. So, Bally goes to Sinclair, or Sin- the, the regional sports networks go to Sinclair. They rebranded Bally. They've got their own programming, but then they start getting taken off of cable systems everywhere. And you can only get them on a handful. So now you got Bally Direct. You can get Bally Sports Plus, I think it's called, and pay directly. I think it's like 30 bucks a month, if I'm not mistaken. 20. It's 20 bucks a month. Thank you, Dennis. But that's not enough to make up for the loss in subscribers on the cable channels. So now here we are, Bally in danger. What does that mean for the Carolina Hurricanes? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows right now. However, Jillia, we can take some readings in what the leagues are doing and based on everything that i read in the industry the leagues are poking around to see if they can get those rights back and that they would simply take over the regional sports networks essentially envision a scenario where the nhl takes back all these rights and then they individually break out your teams so the carolina hurricanes would be something you buy through the nhl and then you have the ESPN part of it for ESPN Plus. But I can see where that's, that's where it's going. Go back a half a step. Yeah. Are you saying their problem is that they couldn't get out on enough actual cable subscriptions? So here's, here's, or, okay. or streaming services? Because it has been the bane of my existence so that you can't get this on either YouTube TV or Hulu. So here's there's a, there's a couple factors here, okay? So... Cable, the glory days of cable are dead, Sure, even if cable is still a viable option. The biggest hit has been to the regional sports networks because those networks have been subsidized by subscribers who never gave a damn about sports. They never watched it. Okay. But uh, recently... Um, but they were probably throwing in 2 $3 extra a sure. month to get that channel, even though they probably didn't know it. Hollywood, I think it was Variety did a, a study where they... they they broke out the true cost of the networks and how much they've actually been subsidized by people who never watch them, right? Right. Like, if you were to watch ESPN without a cable bundle individually, how much would it cost you, a true cost? It'd be like 40 bucks a month, right. all right? So that's where the regional sports networks come in. So the attrition from cable has not been made up on the streaming services. Because they don't have any deals with the streaming services. No, what you're finding out is the real issue is... They have one, AT&T Direct, right? Right. The real issue is, is that the majority of consumers do not care about sports. Sports, as much money as it makes, is... We'll use the 80-20 rule. Well, they don't care about the NBA or the NHL. 80-20. About 80% of the audience that's out there looking for entertainment options does not care about sports. Never turned on ESPN, never looked at a regional network, all that kind of stuff. And the only sport they would engage with is on a broadcast channel anyway, the NFL. So as people have found better options, why do I have to pay cable when I can just give Netflix that doesn't have any sports that I don't care about, where I can save money by getting Paramount or Peacock or whatever? The cable... You really think 80% of the population doesn't care about sports? Every... On television. Every study that I've read usually comes out to about an 80-20 rule. Seems high, but... Hey, man. 
It's kind of how it works out. But I'm cool with that. I mean, I understand that this is a niche. It's okay. It's a pro- yeah, but, it's it's, yeah, it's a lucrative niche. Sports talk radio is a niche, but sports, yeah, eighty percent, yeah. There's a lot of entertainment options out there, man. Now the people I interact with are obviously coming up to me yeah. and talking to me about sports because they know. But like, I in my life, I do not, I I could not Joe. tell you that I know eighty percent of the people who are you talking about like all of India and all of China right no. now? Or are you talking about no in US this year cons- in these consumers. here United States? You're saying that eighty percent of the people in the United States do not care about sports Outside or have an active interest in sports. An active interest, yeah. Don't fall into the trap of well, the people that I hang out with. No, no, like I'm it. just no, no, no. What yeah. I'm saying to you is, in my own experience, mm-hmm. the number of people that I have interacted with. I'm not talking about my friends. Yeah, but now where would I more normally interact with people at sporting events? At sporting events. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is, I find that to be a surprising number. Well, based on television viewer habits, it's about an 80-20 proposition. So there you go. Next up. So we're actually doing really well then, if you think about it. Yeah. If only 20% of people care about us, then we're doing pretty good. Yeah. No, I'm not. I didn't bring it up as dismissive about sports. No, I I am legitimately trying to process this information in real time. Let me me break this out in another way. Let's get rid of sports. Well, let's not. No, no, no. (laughs) Video, Video games. Video games. Right? Okay. The video game industry. If I were to tell you that the video game industry laps the movie industry and the television industry in terms of money that's pulled in and engagement and everything yes, else, would I you would believe, believe that? Me? Yes. But in terms of how it's covered, would you think that's true? No. 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 So, again, it all comes down to just because something is covered a particular way or what you engage with uh, has a particular perception, when you actually get into the numbers, what you come to find out is video games are bigger than movies, yet there's no Oscars for video I'm, games, therefore people don't necessarily engage with it that way. I, I'm now I, I'm going to channel the life coach here. Mm-hmm. I would love for us, where could we go that we could randomly poll people? Because we can't do it at a game, obviously. New York. No, 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 no. In Raleigh or the Triangle, where could we go? Oh, easy. To randomly, like maybe like a food hall or something like that? Easy. I want to go do this because I want to go ask people, do you care about sports? Yeah. Just, that's it. I just want the one question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's easy. And I, We can find a spot. You're saying it's going to be 80%. Yeah, probably, yeah. It's, no, no, no. It's not the care about sports. Do you know, like, are you engaged enough to actually know what the hell's going on? I'll bring up I'll bring up an example as we've gone on a super hardcore tangent as you're incredible. I know, I know this. but this is fascinating. Fine. Gold and I went up to New York ahead of Mike Krzyzewski's um, most winningest coach yeah. uh, game. It, it was against Michigan State at, uh, at Madison Square Garden. Garden. Was it uh, 7-0 what? What was it? Like 7-0-4 or whatever it was? No. Uh, or 800 or whatever eight, it was? No, it's in 74 or whatever. It was 900. Either, either way. So this was at the height of... Coach K, 1K was the one of the games you were at. This was at like the height of... This was at the height of Occupy Wall Street, right? 79 maybe. So yeah. there was all sorts of people that were out and about and we like plucked ourselves right in front of Madison Square Garden yeah. and people were going about their day and we're there for them like, hey, what do you think of this? And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but What about this? You were talking about college basketball. It was literally right there. You're saying Duke, all Duke is, sports though. <laughs> Duke is the biggest brand in college basketball. And Kentucky was there and everything. Yeah, no, it was the I, Champions Classic. And okay. people were like, what are you talking about? Right. Okay. So, 
Yeah. I think we've established, though, that college basketball is a niche sport. The NHL is a niche sport. Anyway, all I can tell you is based on television viewing habits and cable subscriptions and things like that. Well, about the television viewing habits of the 100 Joe, most how watched shows gonna, how are... It's the NFL. Be specific. It's okay. the NFL. Is that not a sport? And is the also, NFL not a sport? It's also live broadcasts. Is, is football not a sport? Joe, I'll be more than happy to send you all the reading material. Okay. We're now bogging down the show, okay. so let's move on. Now I have to find the information, sir. Yeah, do it after the show. For, no, for what's number three. Mm. Frank Reich is your new Panthers coach. He, he talked to the – he will have his introductory press conference on Tuesday, but he talked to the team's website. This is what he likes about the Panthers roster. Well, obviously the defense has stood out. You know, we have an opportunity to make with the roster that we have and will continue to grow to be consistently at the top. I mean, to be consistently a top five defense. The advantage of that is you're in every game. A, a great defense keeps you in every game. And you can't ever underestimate the value of that. Um, our special teams has been really strong. Coach Tabor has done a fantastic job. And then offensively, um, there's been a lot of good things to build on. I mean, the run game really looked so strong last year as I evaluate that tape. Um, so excited to see that, the offensive line and what they're doing. The end stretch there down the second half of the season, so much to build on. That's Frank Reich talking to Kristen Balboni at, with the Panthers, uh, the team itself. This is Reich talking about how he'll build his staff. We're committed to giving our team, you know, one of the best staffs in the NFL. Um, you know, Mr. Tepper's made that clear that, hey, let's let's bring in the very best, Frank. Let's bring in the very best. So, you know, that'll be a methodical process. That's not just one, hey, hey, come on, let's go. You know, this isn't just call up your buddies, let's go well, to work. Well, I was going to ask if you had made any decisions yet, but it sounds like maybe not quite quite yet. No, no. so it, it's, a, it's a great process to go through. But what I've learned over the years in the coaching thing is take your time, don't rush. Um, you got to vet everybody out. You got to make sure you not only have the right person, but that you have the right chemistry within the group. So get the coordinators on board as fast as we can because I've always want the coordinators involved in hiring the staff on their side of the ball. I think that's important. Still waiting for you to call me Mr. Gillio. <laughs> Frank Reich, 61. Why are we calling him Mr. Tepper? Ay, ay, ay. Because owners insist on it, man. They insist on it. It's the most hilarious thing. Maybe that's what we'll do with the callers when we do You're Full of a Chilio. Uh, they have to engage with us. Mr. Chilio, Mr. Ovius. Maybe that's what we get. Next up. Number two. RIP Billy Packer. Uh, Mark Packer, his son. You know him from the ACC Network tweeted out last night that his dad passed away. Billy Packer's, and we use ACC legend tongue-in-cheek all the time, but when I say Billy Packer, is an ACC legend, it is said with the utmost sincerity. Basketball player at Wake Forest, but mostly known for his broadcast career, uh, calling local ACC basketball games, sailing with the pilot, his calls in the Final Four. He was a very pointed, informed, and enthusiastic voice about college basketball, and one that probably can't exist today. Uh, a little trip down memory lane. We all know 1983, right? And NC State wins the national championship. And we've heard the the glass slipper fits. Cinderella has done it. The Wolfpack have won the national championship. That's the radio call. The Billy Packer call is pretty good, too. Really interesting strategy by Houston. They're aggressive now. 
I'm staying back. Well, remember they have a team in there for, to block anything that goes inside. Down to 14 seconds. Oh, almost stolen by Drexler. They, Boy, is he good at they've that. They've got a drive to the basket. It's down to seven seconds. You can see the time. Wittenberg. Oh, that's a long ways. On the dunk. And, of course, he's tied to some pretty crazy moments with UNC, by the way. Uh, let's go to his last call of the NCAA tournament. That was 2008. Kansas absolutely running UNC, and he called it in the first half. Rush way outside three. Of course. Of course. This game is over. Over. Is it? Yes, it is. Wow. <laughs> With seven and a half to go in the first half, Kansas pummeling North Carolina. So that's Nance is yeah. still the best part of that clip. Like, really? It's a full broadcast here, Billy. Hey, hey, Billy, Billy, Billy. We need ratings, baby. Come on now. I, I think I can say this. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm out of turn when I say they don't make him like Billy Packer anymore, man. That kind of broadcaster doesn't exist no, anymore. No, insightful and... Not afraid to speak his mind, but not in a bombastic way. More of just like a brutal, honest assessment of the situation. And he was he was not a lollipops and flowers kind of guy, which is rare now. Next up. The number one story of the day. We're number one. We're number one. To the conference championship games, we've got Eagles and Niners, Bengals and Chiefs. Who do we think is going to the Super Bowl? Next. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. Way. If you missed anything from today's show, check it out on the Best of the OG podcast. Apple, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Five stars only, positive vibes only. Check us out on YouTube as well. Look up 999 the fan on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Make the subscribe button your pillow princess. So the AFC and the NFC championship games are this weekend. Joe, who you got? Sticking with the Bengals in the AFC, I think this is the game. The money's on the table. I think this is where Patrick Mahomes misses the cheetah to re-kill. I think they're too one-dimensional in their passing game without Hill and just simply relying on Kelsey. I also think the Bengals' defensive front is a lot better than it gets credit for because mm -hmm. they don't have the big names. They don't have a Bosa brother or they yeah. don't have a Watt brother. Yeah. Yet they have like these massive human beings clogging up the middle <laughs> of any uh, opponent's offensive line. So I'm really impressed, even with the uh, handicap that is Eli Apple being their top corner. Uh, that's a bit of a problem, but you won't see Eli Apple matched up with Travis Kelsey at all in this game. And then the, on the other side, honestly, I think it could go either way. I, I was not impressed with the Niners last week. The Niners were my pick from... I, I went into the year thinking we were going to see the Niners and the Bills in the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. and, then, and then once Von Miller got hurt, I, I, I thought it was going to be the Bengals. And the Niners last week really gave me pause. I, I thought they were outplayed by the Cowboys, you know, except for those pesky turnovers. 
by oh, yeah, Dak Prescott. Things, things that Dak Prescott they, they is known to do. They don't matter. Uh, what are, you, are, you the, are you the Dallas Cowboys Twitter account all of a sudden? So I, I, was, I, was, I was worried about the Niners. I thought we saw a little bit of the jitteries from Brock Purdy. And I thought the Eagles really unleashed the fury. Now, was part of unleashing the fury that they were playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. And the Giants had hit their past expiration date. I don't know. Um, but I was r- really impressed. And I do think a lot of the things that Dak Prescott can do with his legs and how effective he can be outside of the pocket. Jalen Hurts can do all of those things and more without the turnovers. So uh, if you you know made me put a wager on this one, I would say the Eagles made, but I, you, but, made but, you make a wager. Made me, but I don't like going against my first my initial oh, okay. instinct. So I'll, I'll stick with the Niners. Because I don't think anybody has to make you make a wager. No, they you'll don't. Just, you'll, you'll do it on your own. They don't. So about the the 49ers, I I I disagree with you on how the Cowboys Niners game played out. Uh, I think that the way the Cowboys had played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was more about how propped up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were in the NFC South. And as you pointed out, when they play good teams, it didn't work out for the Bucs, right? So the Cowboys had an otherworldly performance on that Monday night beating Tom Brady's team. But when they played a legit team, they reverted back to what were all their worst traits. Turning the ball over was one of them. Coaching decisions were another. The missed kickers and everything else. I mean, they're a meme-worthy team. And I always felt that the the Niners are relying on Brock Purdy not making mistakes. And while the Cowboys did a really, really good job of pressuring Brock Purdy, and you can look at the pro football focus and the and the football outsiders and you can see their pressure rates and everything else, you and I both agree that Brock Purdy has a does a hell of a job getting rid of that ball fast. Okay. And that's where the 49ers dynamic playmakers come into play and Running the ball also came into play with Christian McCaffrey. And, of course, when you got George Kittle making big plays and Debo Samuel making plays, I thought it was about, I thought it was about ball control with the Niners. Control it. Don't make mistakes. Rely on your defense, and we're going to get out of here with a relatively close, close win. I think the same, same thing is going to happen with the Eagles. The great test is you got Dak Prescott to be Dak Prescott like we've seen all regular season. Can you get Jalen Hurts to be uncharacteristic? Because what's the what have the Eagles been doing, man? Eagles with Jalen Hurts have been absolutely fantastic on offense. So the defense is going to be more of the same for Brock Purdy and the 49ers. But what they see, they're going to try to pressure him. They got a higher sack rate than the Cowboys did. I think what the Eagles were one of the best teams uh, in, in terms of getting sacks. Best in the NFL. But I do think that that might lead to the 49ers going right back to what they did against the Dallas Cowboys. The question is, can you contain Jalen Hurts, who people had questions about with his shoulder, and it obviously panned out that he's looking fine, okay? As far as the Bengals and the Chiefs go, I just I just hope both teams play hard because that's going to be a fun game. That's going to be a fun game. We'll see if your thesis on Patrick Mahomes this season comes to fruition without having Tyreek Hill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
So what's trending? Uh, I brought up what's going on with Valley Sports, and uh, I I got flustered trying to explain something, and Joe gets flustered, and there's mis miscommunications, things like that. So what I, I made this point about an eight a general eighty twenty rule, and what I meant to say, or what I was trying to explain, is that in cable homes, you know, like at the peak of cable, when the, when cable was in hundred and twenty million homes or something like that, the general rule of thumb was about. 80% of those homes never watched any of the sports channels. It was even like worse for the regional sports channels. And that largely the cable bundle was subsidizing a lot of these sports networks, including ESPN. And that number I can believe, yes. As far as sports interest, that gets a little bit more nuanced because typically all the year-end surveys that I'll consume get into levels of interest. Are you passionate about sports are you a casual observer so it's a little nuttier it's not 80 20 but i do you did get me thinking though you did get me thinking because you had brought up i'm like oh you know what what if we like post up somewhere in raleigh or something like that yeah. and ask him and you got me thinking about we did a bit a while ago called acc 101 and we went to the brickyard at nc state and we went to the pit over at unc and we were trying to get student and the point was these new college students don't know stuff that happened. These youths. And the reason why the reason why we did it was because shout out to my buddy Marco at NC State. I made a Herb Sendek joke on the air one time. And he told me, this was years ago, and he tells me, buddy, while I appreciated the Herb Sendek joke, former NC State basketball coach, you understand that the freshmen on campus right now at NC State were in sixth grade when that happened and they have no idea why that's funny or would resonate i'm like oh god we are old so now now think about a freshman on nc state's campus and you making a herb sendek joke think about it now oh no okay heck make a Cindy low joke if i go gotta make shots or your best players have to be your best players do you think a freshman on nc state's campus would know that make a Gottman joke Ooh. ah only five years. Ah! Still. It would have been in eighth grade. Ah! Hey, people were still functional in eighth nah, grade. No, nah, but still, yeah. man, still, I don't know. So you got me thinking. What if we went to the Brickyard on NC State's campus the day after a basketball game? So just pick a rant. They play Florida State on Wednesday night. Nine o'clock Wednesday. Nine o'clock Wednesday game against Florida State. All right. So let's say we go to let's let's go to the brickyard Thursday morning. Let's just say we had a thousand dollars to give away <laughs> if you knew the final score or the leading score. How many people do you think would actually win the a thousand dollars? Not a lot. Okay, not a lot. I agree with that. Okay, so you see where I'm getting at? Sure. Yeah. You think that's like a seventy-five twenty-five on campus? On a campus? On a campus? It's like hey, man, what happened for a team like State that's actually having a good year? Yep. Yeah, it's probably. What there. about what do you think about football on a Monday? Uh, but probably more in football probably, yeah, because of, more. because of football. Uh, here's my question for you though, because you were uh, slightly dismissive of this idea of who you interact with. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. are people that you interact with though occasionally mm -hmm. that just straight up say to you, 
I don't follow. Uh, like they'll even they'll apologize to me because my mom is like my agent, right? Like she'll be like, "Oh sure, oh you should listen to oh. my son. He's on every day, and you should totally listen at five thirty when they do your follow." Uh... But then they'll 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 flat out apologize to me and go, "Hey, I'm sorry, I don't follow sports." Uh, my uh, my buddy. how many times does that actually happen though? My buddy Jason, he 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 and I went to state together, mm-hmm. married one of my best friends. It's a terrible up. Nora voice, by the way. But yeah, I was gonna say Nora doesn't sound like that. No. So my buddy Jason will occasionally ask me, is he still doing the radio thing? <laughs> <laughs> he used to care, but he stopped. He just stopped yeah. caring. Um, you know, he's he's 44. He just stopped caring. And, you know, he doesn't have any live television. He gets everything from apps and whatnot. And, and we we usually get into a debate about, like, human curation, curation, curation versus, like, algorithmic stuff. But whatever. He really does not give a damn. He has no idea what's going on. And he even has, like, is, he'll, he'll even say, like, so is State any good? Like, in football. Like, this upcoming season, like, is State any good? I'm like, dude, they're poised to have, like, a historic season. Of course, he ultimately was right in that, eh, come on. So, anyway. So, yeah, I interact with people who don't give a damn. And that's fine. I'm saying it does happen, but I think you're I, at the I, point in your I, life where you're in your bubble. Oh, for sure. That's all. But I also think that 80, if you were to say that 80% of people were agnostic towards sports, I, I would no. not believe no. that. You're right. About, yeah, no, you're absolutely That's right. not a number. I That's not a number. No. 80% I, but I would, I would genuinely be interested, though, in the triangle, mm-hmm. right? Pretty good melting pot that we have here in the triangle. Yeah, it's a unique area. So in, those, in, the, in that parameter, people who so, just genuinely have no interest, don't follow any sport, don't follow soccer mm-hmm. during the World Cup, don't follow cricket, don't follow anything, anything, you ever. Po- you want to post up at Raleigh times and see don't what we Don't play find? golf, right? Because there are people business-wise who now, do play golf I do think and don't a, follow golf, but they play the golf. There's a distinction. Mm-hmm. You know, There's a distinction of people who will play golf but don't give a damn what's right. going on. So I'm not saying you'd be a, but would that count? Do you see what I'm getting at? Like, I, How many people I, I, do we I, think are just truly like, I'm totally into my book of the month club. Mm-hmm. I'm totally into. Uh, I, should I can I even count jogging or or their own exercise? That's not really being into a sport. No, that's that's, that's just being healthy. You're being healthy, right? I would, that they're into their book of the month club. I'd go. They're into all of those Netflix things that you're talking about. I go sixty forty. Okay, sixty that are not. Mm-hmm. You that's. Still sounds high to me, but there's a lot of people on this planet, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about now in the triangle. Oh, in the triangle. Now I'm talking about the triangle where we are truly well, known for college basketball. There's only one way to find out. So there's probably more people who are into college basketball. Yeah. Then you throw in the Canes who've been running hot, and when the Canes run hot, you attract more people. Yeah. I think in particular, yeah. the I think in particular the Canes have more women fans than really sure. a lot of things that we look man track i just think i think back to 2006 the carolina hurricanes won a freaking stanley cup and the celebration was very muted but that was also 16 years ago maybe that's different now you know i would hope it's different now yeah. we're gonna get a good test of that when the outdoor game happens when we get the stadium series game we'll see how that uh how that plays out it's cool to see you know the oh we should bet on the attendance <laughs> can we trust the nhl announcement no. Since I'm starting to be concerned that we may not be credentialed for this game. Well. Since I'm starting to be concerned that I may need to hit up some family and friends for access to the building. Yeah. I My, you, my family will be there. Yeah. You know what? It's funny. I've actually started to 
look at tickets because yeah. it might be a situation yeah. where I'm going to have to buy my way in. And I get it. That's fine. I totally. get it. Never mind that Carter Finley has one of the largest press box I've ever been in, but that's neither here nor there. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.